Hello everyone and welcome back to Howie the Togcast. This is episode four of the podcast. I am Michael Briggs from Michael Briggs Photos. I'm joined by my good friend and co-host Ross from RGX Media. Ross, how we doing? Good evening, mate. These weeks just fly by when you're doing this, don't it? Oh god, yeah. <laughs> We even we when we started this we were both like let's keep the Wednesday structure and we're like yeah of course yeah it's no bother we can sit and record it and we can get it edited and get it out for Wednesdays and that just went belly up within the first two weeks didn't it? Oh, it's never goes to schedule. I had a feeling we said oh we'll stick to Wednesday it works fine for the both of us and then it's like actually can we put it back twenty four hours I've got something else coming. <laughs> I was the worst. I was the worst. <laughs> I was, I'm, I'm, I'm partially to blame for episode three being late because that week just I had nothing. Like if it wasn't running club, it was something else, and something else would come along, and something else would come along, and, and I felt sorry for you because you must be like, what on earth is this guy doing? Like, just is he not got any free time? So that's when I was like, you know what? Fuck it, I'm doing it after I run club. I'll do it half tired and half hungry, and it was probably one of the best chats we've had. But also, I've never been so hungry in my entire life. Literally, as I, as I closed the laptop, I ran to the kitchen just to get something to eat. I was start. I'm not even sure when you edited it if you heard my stomach rumble because I'm pretty sure I heard it go off a couple of times. You must have been hanging on with me. I said, like, I think the idea of when you would say you were that busy, the subject of burnout couldn't have come at a better time. I suppose it was like the it was like the camera podcast gods were like <laughs> were like watching over and listening to what we're talking about. But um, just before we get off to the, the main topic, we just want to just a quick thank you, really, because um, I can't believe we're on episode four already. We only said originally we'll get to three and see what happens, but I think both of us have been quite happy with how it's been well-received and, you know, when we've asked for questions, we've got them, and when I'm looking at stuff like who's listening and stuff, it's just nice to see that there's a nice dem- spread of demographic listening to to the podcast and it's just quite nice to see people react to it as well not just through liking it and listening to it but just comment on it as well do you not think yeah i mean definitely we've had some like some great feedback from all the local photographers or even you know like people who haven't even got an interest in say picking up a camera but they just like the whole getting to know what goes on behind the scenes behind like a football club or the media side or just what we're getting up to is, is, a, is a bit of everyone, really. Um, and I say to get four episodes in, it's just kind of, it doesn't feel like it's, you know, it just it just, it just flies by the hour when you just, like, just nattering away. Then you think, oh, there's, we're going to have to wrap it up because we're going to sit here and talk all night. But it's obviously good for the weeks coming ahead for the further discussions we've got planned up there. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think so as well. Um, and it's just also for people who, who may not be aware that we are, like, the, the podcast is on social media. So, you know, feel free to like comment on, on the posts and comment on whatever we post out on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. Just if you've got questions, put it in, ask us, we can bring it up in the next podcast if you're right with us using your questions and stuff. So if you just go on like Facebook and just search, search for Hawaii the Togcast, same again on Twitter and same on, on Instagram. Like me and Ross tend to share quite a lot of, our, of the posts on our own photography pages and our personal pages as well so you know it's it's hard to miss if you're following us because we're, we're pretty much resharing it so just to just to get the before we got going really was to say thank you like just to it means a lot to us because when we sat and had the the early discussions about shall we get this podcast going and are we nervous about how many episodes we're doing do you think we can get to three never mind four and 
oh, can we chat for that long and, t- and like talk shite for, for for over an hour? And here we are, episode four, which it's not like a he- episode a hundred. I mean that that would be a dream, you know, if we even get to a hundred. But just you know, knowing that people. I wonder people if have, um, I was going to say I wonder if we've got that much to talk about to get around an episode. We'll we'll, we'll sure find it when we get to ten, and then we'll <laughs> see. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just nice to know, and I think Ross can share the sentiments as well, that, you know, having people actually listen and message to say, I listened to the podcast and I quite enjoyed it. And, you know, I think there's a couple of uh, tweets as well saying that, you know, they really enjoyed the, the podcast. So just thank you, really, just from, from me. You know, and I would imagine Ross would share the sentiments as well. Yeah, I mean, I fully echo that. I think it's just, uh, it's, it's, it's all positive. It's been, um, you know, it's just nice just to unwind and you know the weeks just pass and you get to explain what you've been up to that week but also just get other people involved with it because i know it's it can be daunting picking up a camera for the first time is me saying as if i'm like an expert but far from it but it's you know we're here to give back what we've learned and bring people on that journey to see they can you know learn something from what we talk about and if they can take anything away from it then you know the, the podcast's done its job you know well from that, we thought we'd get in right into episode four because clearly you don't want to listen to why I'm hungry and what I do on my night times, and I'm pretty sure Ross is thinking the same as what your list is as well, thinking I don't want to know what you have for your, for your dinner and stuff like that. So this episode, if you haven't already seen, is probably one of the most awkward topics you could ever have when it comes to working within photography or videography, and it's cash flow. And I think whenever you look at stuff on YouTube or when you read about it, you don't really see a lot of creators, big creators that, that is, talk about how much they charge, how much, how do they dictate that, how do they chase up payment, what do they do if they don't get paid. So I figured, even though we're not like a professionally like lawyered up two photographers who know what they're talking about, we'd like to think we can sort of like talk about how it could be awkward to ask for payment and even though you deserve to be paid, but also just dealing with the, the bits and bobs. So, Ross, first question for you um, is how did you, when you how when did you make the step thinking, right, I've had enough of doing it for free, I think I'm going to have to start chucking some prices at people? I suppose mate, it comes down to, like, what the project is, um, whether it's video or if they're just wanting, you know, mostly photography. But I suppose it goes on the scale of where the project's going to be, you know what's what it entails and then try and get a rough idea how much you're going to charge i mean i still i get told are you you're undercharging for what you're doing and i'm like i know but it's that this whole get like the, the game of the cash flow it's very like it's such a fine line where do you undercharge not to sell yourself short but then to still guarantee the work or do you just always go in high end and then potentially get nothing, and then therefore you can't build yourself to get that experience. It's especially when you're starting off. I mean, obviously, over the course of time, when you get more experience and there's regular work, you can be very pick and choose of what you want to do. But starting off, it's um, the the challenge I came with all that. I was just going online trying to find what's what's the like appropriate amount of charge for a certain piece of work, and then you some people are charging a fortune, some people are charging next to nothing. So you're trying to find that middle ground, what you think is going to be, you know, a good amount to request to do the work. But then there's been times where I've done it and I think, God, like it wasn't worth getting out of bed for, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah, I know, I know that feeling all too well. I think it's, there is that awkward moment of like when you someone asks you how much do you charge and it purely depends on 
like you said, the, the, the gig that you get offered, if it's like photography, like particularly a wedding photographer, um, I know that you, you see prices from say 500 pounds, maybe to some even like to two grand, like three grand. And that, you know, you're looking at your top, top, top end photographers for that. And like, for me, I don't think I'm even close to that bracket. Like, um, like I've got prices, like what I've set up recently, um, but it wasn't kind of just like right can i undercut someone can i over am i overcharging for this amount for me it's just like if i set a base price from and make it clear like it's from this amount then people aren't going to get the assumption like oh it's just 200 pound for some photography or it's oh it's just 500 pound for some video work it's like it, de- it really depends on on how long you want me to be there kind of thing. I used to work, when I first started to get going, when I first started to charge, it wasn't a lot, but I used to charge like, like here's your base rate, and then I'm gonna charge you, depending on how long I'm there for, That that's the, the hours I'm there for, and then there's also editing time as well, which is roughly four or five hours, depending on what the gig is, and then that would all accumulate into, say, a set price, and people seem to be all right with it, but then you obviously get the, the negative Nellies, when you chop, when you do quote them and they give you, you would have had this look a thousand times when they raise the eyebrows and go, yeah. all right, yeah, okay, um, I'll get back to you on that one. And then they disappear off the face of the earth. Oh, uh, it's like, yeah, yeah it, the, I, I don't know if it's, because, is photography or anything to do with the job, but that like profession where, you know, if you're a, a joiner or an electrician or a plumber or anything, if someone wants the work done, like you want a kitchen fitted, you give them a quote, you go, all right, we'll, we'll weird up, but then you, you go, that's fair price, where it seems to be like, with this gig, like you'll give them a price, they can a couple of hundred quid just for pressing a button on a camera. Well, why should, why should you charge me that much? And you spend time editing as well. Like, they just think it's like, every one button does everything, so it should be instant. Yeah. Therefore, you should be like, a pound an hour or something. Yeah. <laughs> Like, but it doesn't, what they don't realise is, um, like, what comes in, like, obviously, you've got to take into, if you've got to travel there and back. Yeah. Um, or, like, you know, if, if you're going to be there for all day, you've got to factor, obviously, uh, expenses for your food now. It's just, like, there's so much more. And you've got to think as well, if you're going to take a bag full of, you know, gear where you've got one or two camera bodies, if not more, multiple lenses, and depending on the project, if you're taking all your lighting equipment, you know, all these little things, even down to like, say, your memory cards, batteries, they all add up. But people just out there who, you know, if they want something done, they obviously want it done on the cheap. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to like say, well, if you want higher end, then you're going to have to pay a higher end thing. It's like you wouldn't say you want work done on your house for the, the cheapest thing possible, but expect to have like, you know, like a <laughs> house size, like for a film, like a, a mansion style luxury, like you know, all that that comes with it. You just wouldn't yeah. do that in any, any other job. No, you wouldn't. Um, you pay for what you get, is what I tend to say. And if you're good at something, you never do it for free, which which I've pulled straight from Batman. Um, so <laughs> it is, um, it is one of those weird and off topics, but like I'll give you an example of what really annoyed us, um, recently actually was, um, back, uh, when was it? It must have been. Start of the year, early start of the year, um, I got a message from someone who wanted um, some photos taken uh, for a football. I don't want to say names because um, that's not right. Um, but I'll, I'll try to make the point of why you shouldn't be doing this. Is um, The message and said, look, we're looking for some f- f- football pictures. Can you do them? 
And I was like, yep, um, I have to put a 50 quid deposit on though because um, some people have taken the piss. Um, they think they're getting stuff for free. Um, and you know, even if it's just 50 quid and you're happy to pay for it, I'm, I'm more than, I'm more than ha like, more than happy to just have that as it, as long as it's not too far away. And I'm like, no, no, it's great. Well, that's really interesting, really helpful. We'll, we'll let you know. So um, this football tournament goes by, and I'm thinking, oh, I haven't had a phone call or a text. Oh, there must have something must have happened. And then I found out through someone that this person was belittling how expensive and extortionate my prices were for taking a picture of this football team. And so I was thinking, it's fifty quid. Like, and I know that particularly this current climate where, and I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna dive into politics, but like times are hard. We're in the shit. Some people can't afford this, and some clubs can't afford that, and that's fine. Um, but don't message me and say like, "Can you do this as a freebie?" I was like, "No," because I have to travel. You mentioned travel. I've taken all my kits, so technically you're paying. I need to pay for my travel, my kit hire, my time. Um, and then the, what really irked us was the irked us was the point of being called extortionate, extortionate for fifty quid. Like it's oh. it, honestly, it really infuriated us. And then I found out from the person who told us that they, they asked that person to do it, and they did it for free, which is fine because if they're looking to get started in say football photography, we mentioned it earlier in early episodes. Do it, get the experience in, learn, walk away, and the and the, the client will be happy. But I had to put something on my Facebook page where I just I just felt absolutely raging with hearing that that kind of thing is extortionate and it's utter bollocks. It, it can like you look forward to obviously doing certain certain gigs that come up and you think, Oh, I can't wait to get in like, you know, we take stuck into this. Like I am looking forward to see what could come from it, but also just the full end. But there's then some projects where you get off and do it and you're like can it really be true to do this but you know then you set your price out and there has been times for myself whether they're like like similar to you you, you see a price what you think's you know fair covering obviously your, your travel and everything included and you'd either do get that yeah well i'll tell you, I'll, I'll get back in touch with you and then you know and you never hear from them again no. or they'll you know i'd rather just be the upfront just say oh that's out my budget then i can say well Let's counter that. Exactly. Why, why don't we work with your budget then? What, do you, what would you like to get from the amount that you want? And if they start going, oh, well, I thought you'd do it for free. Right, okay, so I'll take it out my, you know, working Monday to Friday, I've got all that time, and any free time I do have, you want me to come down and provide you a service but not gain anything by it. Don't get us wrong, if you are starting off, there's plenty of things you can do for free to gain the experience. But I've, I've done it myself. By all means, go out and do that to build the confidence and get better at your craft. Mm -hmm. There'll come a time where you think, you know, if, if someone wants us to be, you know, taking time out of a week for a few hours or a weekend, time's precious, you know. You're going to have, it was the same as time's money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So you're going to have to, like, you know, cut the photographer or the videographer some slack and say, if you want someone to do, like, thing, do some work for you, you know, you've got to up your end of the bargain to say, well, what can I give in return? You know, there's some instances where you might not be money-oriented, but there could be, like, a business where you might benefit for something, I don't know, like, a door may open for another gig somewhere, or, you know, this, these things can happen, but I don't know, it just seems with, like, the photography and videography side of things that people out there just think, oh, we can get it for free. 
and he's and this person's going to let use their free time to give what I want, and then they'll go on their way, and then that's it. You know, it's just. It's, I don't know what world most people live in when they think that way. No, it, it's it's shocking on us because, and it, it, honestly, it sounds like we're like we're, we're playing this world's smallest violin here, and going for the sympathy vote. But it's like you said, if you go to a tradesman and say, "Right, you're a plumber. Um, I want my bathroom done out, and I want I want all this looking flash, and I want like LED lights, and I want uh, heated flooring, and I want you know the shower to come on when I clap twice, and." Um, and then they do it, they give you a quote, and you go, can you not do it for a fiver instead? And if you said that, then the look would be like, well, piss off, go and say, like, absolutely not, because at the end of the day, that kind of money could go towards, say, you know, help pay extra for the bills, could go towards kits, could go towards funding the business as well, eventually, you know, if you get to a point where you you, you don't have to work full-time anymore, you can go full-time. And that, this is what put me off being... Like, a, like going for it, I, I, at the start of at, at this year, actually, I was thinking about just jacking in the job I was at and trying to go full time. Mm. And what was pulling us back from pulling the trigger for that was like, and I, I spoke to a fair few people who tried to do freelance full time and it was like, you just don't know when the next job's going to be and that's the stress, but it could be good stress. Now, for me, coming off someone who's a little bit anxious, um, I would be not sleeping like seven hours, eight hours a day if I was like, shit, where's the next gig going to come into? Because unless you're very, 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 very good at your job, where some wedding photographers are, they can just make three, four, five grand every couple of weeks. Um, and that's more than, you know what I mean? Like That's more than a month's salary for me. Like, you know what I mean? And some, oh, of, these, yeah. some of these people can make like this kind of money and it's ridiculous, and obviously they'll have an accountant, and they'll go f- and they'll, they'll go into tax. Not that I know much about it. I, you know, I used to do the tax returns and stuff like that. So, um, but when you go full time like that, you know, it, it's it's stuff like that. It just it blows your mind, but also it just it does annoy you when that person's like, ah, can you just do it for about two quid rather than four fifty? Like because I just can't afford it. And like you said, I'm the kind of person who'd be like, right, that's fine. What can you afford then? And we can try and work some kind of package out for that. So whether it be like, oh, well, for that, I can give you, say, five photos. Um, and I can give you, say, an hour of me time. Would that be okay? Yes or no? And they're like, mm, yeah, that could actually work. And then nine, nine times out of ten, they're actually quite relieved because you've been able to negotiate and not been like, nah, not doing it because you're not doing the price. Which, which I think some people may argue is the right thing or wrong thing to do. I think also, um, and I've just, and I, only recently is, is contracts. I think you've yeah. got to look at a contract um, because depending on, again, it, it depends on what the gig is. If you know someone, I tend not to use a contract. I don't know if it's frowned upon, um, but if it's someone outside my circle, I, I try to use a contract just because it's it's safe for both parties. I don't know what, you, what you're like with that, Ross. I'm kind of the same here because I think Initially, I was, you know, I'm not, not from a legal background, far from it, but again, you just go on on the internet or try and find any form of, like, someone with a legal mind who knows, like, what you should put in, what you shouldn't, and all the rest of it. And it's, like as you say, I think the more friendly approach, like, and rapport you get with the returning, like, I cringe at this when I say the returning client, you know what I mean? Just, yeah. I'd class as a mate, really. So yeah. the more person, the same person who's consciously come back for more work from you, 
I think you've built that rapport to the point where, you know, it's not as if like, oh, they owe me, they're going to pay this 20 grand and I'll take their word for it. I've never been paid 20 grand for anything in my life. I was going to say, you kept that on quiet, pal. <laughs> as, as an example, <laughs> as an example, if someone says, I'm going to pay 20 grand, doesn't matter if they're friend or family or whatever, you naturally would get a contract for him. But if you're just obviously doing it for like a, a few, so oh, I've got this coming up in a few weeks' time, could you come down for a couple of hours? I'll pay uh, this, would that be fine? I think you know there's going to be potentially returning work more and more over the course of weeks to months. Mm-hmm. Then you, you, I think you're more relaxed in that approach rather than having to think like, every time, uh, rocking up with a contract every single time. Whether that you should be, and if that's the case, then fair play, there'll be a lot of people who do that all the time and, and more power to you if that is the case. I'm not saying that likelihood is that's probably the better thing to do. But I'm not, this is not my full-time thing, no. you know, so at least I have, like, the fallback thinking, you know, if something was to cancel, I'm not thinking, like, I could have done with that, you know, I, I needed that for this to buy or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, I've always just got the basis that if the more people you've gravitated to and been done work with and it's, you've built a good rapport with, I've always got them being more relaxed about that because they'll always keep coming back to say, we need you for this, we need you for that, we'll pay X and, you know, you just... But I think with other things, even more so for weddings, it's an absolute must. Yeah. Just in case, just, just to cover your ass basically. Yeah, I think w- with weddings, I think you have to have some form of contract to say that you've agreed to do this, this, this and this. I'm going to be paid this, this, this and this. This is how long it's going to be between editing and whatnot, and you'll get these photos or these videos done by this X amount. Um, and also, if there's a if there's a deposit in there, you've paid this deposit. It's non-refundable because it's covering my ass as well. Because if something happens, um, unless it's on my on my end, um, then I'm covered either way. So I think yeah, definitely weddings, big events as well would would go would go under there as well. Um. But like you, like I'm, I'm the same with people. Like it, it's not, it's more like a gentleman handshake, um, like a handshake of agreement. And if say like, look, I'm putting my trust in you. Um, I know you're a returning client. Oh, it makes a shiver that, doesn't it? it? Makes it sounds horrible, doesn't it? I think, I think for outside the northeast, the word like the client thing is probably more like acceptable. But up here, like, like all the like the proper terms, I'm just like it doesn't sound like me at all. I'm too no. laid back for all that type of no. stuff. So it's like. I have a returning client. Oh, it just sounds so horrible, like, doesn't it? Oh. <laughs> just makes it a cringe. Like just, just say to your mate for God's sake. Yeah, I would just say, oh, I've got this, this guy or this, uh, this lady or whatever. Whatever. Uh, this business. Loads of clients, mate. I'm just oh, like, just, just, yeah, just spot this person. Oh, it just That'll makes deal. it's just horrible. Just even the sound of it makes it <laughs> makes it just toes curl. But all right, moving on from that, then. So you've, we've, like, you we've based how we how we base well we haven't really talked about how like what we charge or how we charge it but we've kind of mentioned how we kind of set out a sort like a baseline and then kind of work it from there haven't we so for, for, for i don't know about yourself i mean i, I know i've after i don't know if i asked you this ross so apologies if i didn't but i, I know i set my stall out um a couple of years ago where i would set a, a base rate and then depending on how long i'm there for it would add to that and um particularly with drone work and photography and, and sometimes i have packages where it's like you can have all three for this price and don't know about you what what do you do with your pricing like how, how do you base your pricing pretty much the same man. Yeah. i don't know if we're like all we're kind of just mirroring each other here, but like it's kind of the uh they go on the base of depending on what the um the project is or if it goes by say hourly and then i'll explain right if i'm going to be here for x amount of hours 
bearing in mind, I'd like to think there's going to be an extra few hours on top of that just to cover the editing uh, process. If it's, again, the subject of the project, if I can do this in a quick turnaround time, because there's certain things where you think, if I can be really efficient and not skip on the, the quality of the work, but if I can get the the images back to the whoever's uh, involved with it at a quick turnaround time, it kind of showcase that you're very trustworthy you can you know if they if i need a deadline you're going to be there you can get the work across that's tends to stand you in good stead um so it, it say for me it would just purely depend on what you're doing um you know i'm not saying i would like turn down something for the sake you know for whether it's 50 quid or 100 quid far from it just like say if it's convenient if i'm like nearby or whatever then yeah if you're passing great but if it's like oh can you come down to this place and do it for like 50 quid for like four hours work and all you end up on top i'm like nah <laughs> <laughs> i've got i've got better things to be doing with me time because when you split that down per hour and everything else it's just like you know like how's how's that justifiable you know you, you can't you can't yeah. justify it <laughs> i know it, it that you just it is i think it's it's not just us saying like oh people are just not educated with the fact of what to do it's just, it's just people just simply don't know because they don't know what we do they like you mentioned that they just think we point a camera click and it's done um or we just you know it's an automatic mode kind of thing but i'm kind of hoping with this i, I kind of if people listen to this and they don't really have a concept of of like payment stuff then it kind of opens the eyes a little bit and kind of like educates in a, in a polite way obviously um, to just say like, look, this is what we have to go through in order to get to to a price. Like you know, you work, you don't say for like you're a DJ, um, you don't like someone who's a, who's got a wedding or a birthday party. They don't go right. Can we hire you for fifty quid for six hours work? And you you know you've got to bring all your heavy equipment and truck it from your house all the way to say Northumberland, um, and back just for fifty quid, and you're not getting any food at the same time. You know what I mean? So, it, you know, it, it's kind of, I'm kind of hoping that when we're talking about this, it kind of opens the eyes a little bit to be like, ah, shit, actually there's more to it than just saying, oh, deed for free. Um, so I'm kind of hoping with that. So well, the next topic really is, is the probably the, the, probably the, for me, is the most awkward part is chasing the payment. So for me, I've never really had an issue with a client, air quotes, <laughs> client, someone, a business who has been, I think I've only ever had it once where I've had to send like, is it a red letter? Um, but other than that, I've never really had to chase anyone for payment. Everyone I've worked with, like we've mentioned before, everyone in our circle that we've worked with, when it's whether it's working for, um, for like fitness stuff or is it for the clubs or it's for just like cars or just weddings and stuff like that. I've never really had any issues with, someone not paying on time i've always been well communicated with someone to say like look um you like if you get the video you, you pay or because this, this is where i always get myself a bit even to this day i always get a bit kerfuffled where it's like do i charge them before i do the, all the video editing or do i charge them after and i always lean on after because you wouldn't just pay for i don't know but you wouldn't buy a house without looking into it, would you? So for me, it's like, well, I'd rather the wait until they see the, the final verdict before the pay. Um, but I've never, ever had an issue with anyone in touch wood that continues where they've just not paid. The only one I've only, I've never received payment and it took like six months to get money off. 
was uh, when I worked at a boxing, um, how, like when I was part of a boxing stable, and I did a lot of videos for him, and, and don't and honestly, the, the guy was sound, like it, it wasn't RC, it was just, it must have been a cash flow problem, and I get it, because some places just have the cash, some places don't, but it was kind of just like, I was sending like an email every couple of weeks saying, what's going on, like, I, I'm, I'm owed like a lot of money here, like what's going on, um, and it'd be like, oh, I'm sorting out now, I'm going to get a sortie, and then just nothing, and then you would you'd send it a month later saying, seriously, man, like, I don't want to fall out here, like, but what, you just, just be honest, open and honest, is there, a, is there a cash flow problem, you know, can you sort me out with something now, just so you've started the, you know, can, do you want to break it down into payments, just me trying to be as cooperative as possible with this, with this person, and then it just eventually just, it just got the point where I was like, I'm going to have to send a red letter, and I think, is it a red letter? where you kind of just like say, look, if you don't pay us, I'm gonna have to go to small claims um, and claim it from that way. And it, 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 I think that was the wake up call to be like, right, okay. And then the next thing, within a couple of days, I had the payment. So I'm just thinking like, what on earth has happened between like, <laughs> between not paying like like six months ago to now. So I don't know what it's like for you, mate. Have you ever had any bother with, with chasing payment? Do you find it quite awkward? Same with you. Just like following off what you just said there me about like a red letter like the last thing you want to do is kind of like cause aggro and grief for yourself and especially being like come between whether it's you know a friend or a friend of a friend or whoever's got this business you don't want to like go down that route if, if they're asking you to come and do something like and provide a service and you're doing it like you know and they're happy with it like end the day if, if that's what you want you should be paid up end the story you shouldn't be like drowning out or going ghost mode or you know, just not respond. And if someone wants some work, like they've seen your work and they like it, whether it's landscape or, or if they want to come and do a, like you mentioned the box in there, come and video this or take photos for it. And they obviously get what they need. And the day, like, if you want to, if you want to send someone on the, on the side of a boxing ring with a mobile phone in the hand, then, then go and do it. If you want to do it for nothing, next to nothing. But if you're asking someone to come along with all their gear, taking their time and their knowledge and all everything else with it to come along and, do this, like you've got to pay them in the day. Like it's a, it's an agreement. Like just see it through rather than being like um like going here wall. Because there's been times where I've like you know it's it's part of that journey. You could come across someone who's very like oh yeah we'll, we'll do this we'll do that and then they just never thought like see it through and then you yeah. end up just like you just end up like you don't want to like hate them far from it obviously a strong word but like you just see them in a different light you just think I fucking I've had my fingers burning I'm not gonna bother anymore yeah. I agree. It's 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 so sad when it comes to that where you kind of lose that bit of trust in someone that you've known for years or you've got close with, not just as a not one of your like your close friends, but you know like a someone outside your circle where you kind of like you know if it's a business or if it's like you know a team or a club or some you know what I mean. And it's 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 really sad when something like that because I my dad says it all the time is that money is the root of all evil and he's right because like. I know you said time is money, but you really start to see what people are like when when it comes to money. Some are just like bought, like just borderline greedy, and yeah. just they just one track mind where they'll just be like, "I'm doing it for myself." And you kind of have to be like that for us as well, I think, but not to the point where you're an absolute dickhead about it. Where you're like, "I'm gonna get this guy in, and he's gonna get the bare minimum, and I'm gonna treat him like shit, and then I'm gonna just pay him when I can when I can be asked to." Like that's that really annoys us when you find out what people are really like behind the scenes 
like up yeah. front when you've got to know them like in meetings and when you've been to the events and like oh the sound one of the nicest blokes he's so he's so caring he's got all these ideas we want to do and it's like yeah I'm on I'm on board and then when it comes to like the, the to being totally transparent up front it's bollocks like it's just like it's it's just all a show but it is crap when things like that happen when it comes between you and a client because that's you know not just a as a friend but also that's like that's money gone really if you think about it like that's like well you burn bridges and you know you're not you, you, it's like going back it's not like going back on x is it where you just like oh if i go back everything will be fine and they'll change no if they've not if they've not paid on time and if they've showed no indication that they're gonna pay on time for the foreseeable cut them out and then move on and find someone else yeah it, it leaves like a like a sour taste like you know you want to be there and especially if it's something you looking forward like to get involved with and you spend your time there the hours and you put the graft in and make it like a success for not just for yourself but also for the person who's involved whether it's the business or a you know individual or whatever it is you know you wanted to see it through and then having such a good experience from both sides to the point where you go oh thoroughly enjoyed that over the moon with everything you've done we'll have you back anytime we'll get back in touch with a few if we've got other things coming on that's how it should be yeah rather than the whole having to think I've got to chase this person now. You send an email or you send a message or whatever it is, and then you're like, yeah, yeah, I'll get around to it. And then like another week passes, and you're like, you feel like you're you're the awkward one having to go like nudging them all the time. So like you know, you did say you would, and then it feels like the you know the lights back on you is like you're in the wrong for chasing someone for a payment, yeah, for the work you've done. Like it should never you should never have to feel that way and. Like I say, there's a lot of shady people out there who will literally, you know, take the piss if they can. Yeah. I would just say, like, if I, if you're if you're unsure on anything, that's probably where the contract comes in. Where if you're going into a bigger business for the first time or whatever, stick the contracts on the table first and foremost. And then if you build that rapport, you think you 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 know you're more of a, a close friend over time, then you might be want to be more relaxed with it. But if you want to see contracts out for the whole thing, then you know, fair play to you. But um, yeah, just just have your wits about you. You know, I'm not saying everyone's a good judge of character, but if you can have a, if your gut's telling you that, that something doesn't sound right from the off, chances are it, it could be. You know, it's not like what's what's the what's the phrase again? It's um, too good, it's to, be too good true. to be true. Yeah. So if if it is and everything just that you've got like red flags everywhere, then just don't pursue it. Just you know, just move on or just turn the turn the offer down. Um, but yeah, there's ways around it. But the idea of chasing people for like the work you've done it should never be the case. No, like you, you see, so like I'm I'm on a like a fair few like um, photography groups, not like in the northeast, but like I think it's global, and you you see so many of these posts that come up saying, "Help, I don't know what to do. I've worked with a client. They're not happy. They haven't paid. What do I do?" And then like. There's some really good answers, but there's some also some really shit answers at the same time where really like yeah. even other photographers are dicking on the photographer, which I'm not a fan of, by the way. It's like if um like for instance someone will put a picture on the group and say like, Hi, this is my first, I don't know, wedding or family portrait, um, or even like, I don't know, sports, and they'll say, Can you give us some constructive criticism? Um, I'm new. The last thing someone wants to be doing is be like, this is absolutely fucking garbage. Don't go back and do it again. Like, 
it's a shit, your shutter speed's way off and you got your, your tones are way off and you've edited it all wrong. Like, fuck off. Like, just like, just say to someone, good first shot, um, but maybe do this next time. Like, this is, what I'm, this, is, this is what irks me about these groups, but what I'm saying, back to the original point, like I got went right off a tangent there, like, but, like, what you, you see is... Episode 7 there, weren't oh, you? Oh, fucking hell, nah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, well, what I do see quite a lot is people saying, like, they've got messages, they've, like, they've screen-grabbed a message and just said, like, I'm struggling, this person's not paying, I have delivered my end, um, what do I do? And it mostly it's American photographers, um, and they just say, like, you know, go to court, small claims... And you do hear about these little things where people are just not paying people, paying photographers, videographers. And it is frustrating because I think, like, you know, yes, you've had that magical day and yes, you've had that magical event or um, you've you've been quite looking forward to say you're a new business and you've been looking forward to, you know, finally getting some video footage made. And then you're all, and then you're like, I'm not going to pay just yet. Like, because it's, you know, I'm, I'm going to let them simmer. Kind of thing, you know, like a bargaining tool. It's like, well, well, no, because if you don't pay, you don't get your fucking videos, you prick. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'd it's... say there's one, um, like one thing, like is a great. Yeah, I think it's probably quite common, but one good thing is to do is that before you hand over the like the, the completed like files to send across to the client. Again, I can't <laughs> um, make sure. For, for, for my point is, is that make sure you either if your images or if it's the same video, if you just whack your mark, watermark across yeah. all images to the point where, like, want to be as creative as you want to be, but to the point where they know they can't do anything to like try and Photoshop it off or anything. Put like it in that. the middle. Put it yeah, in the middle. Slap bang in the middle and as colourful as possible, or just to the point where you like doesn't matter if they try and resize it or whatever um as long as you've got all your work watermarked and copyright um like you know it's going to work in your favor and if they say oh can, can you send us across now then i suppose if you've got a contract signed then you know you can do that down to your own risk but i've known more so from more recent i said more recent most of the time now sorry most of my works before it goes over it's always like got the, the watermarks across all images mm-hmm. i'm just saying look if you want to see the full thing then you know i need the payments like sooner not the case of um weeks down the line chasing up on it yeah so that's a good tip you've already you already started to answer me with third point so i'll i'll I'll, pit, <laughs> I'll I'll put like a little a break in question is um to just to spice up so it's not just all on the client but what what have you ever come across say a client where you've made a really shit video and they've kind of went i'm not paying for that and you like and you're thinking do you know what the fear have you ever come across that yet i i, I haven't really come across it but have you come across it or had a, like a, a nagging feeling where it's kind of where you're thinking oh i'm not, not they're not gonna like this video no no i wouldn't not i wouldn't say i've been in that situation where i thought oh they're not gonna pay i haven't came across that i have a feeling that one day it's gonna come eventually where i have to like deal with it head on but at this moment in time like the work i've done across i've had everyone's been very happy with it not saying like you know unless they say that they're going i'll just say it and then realize oh these work shite you know yeah uh, but i've never been in that situation as of yet so it's one of them things i do have to experience that and see what you can learn from it um but from up to now what i have done wise 
if, if, if they've been, if it's like a, like say, or go back and it's all depending on the project. If they've, if it's been something really short, just to kind of say, look, I do mostly photos, but I can do video to an extent as well. And I'll give them like a, you know, a freebie to say, look, have you ever thought about doing this? Like for, for whatever it's like for a restaurant or whatever. Um, but not to a point where I've done it and they've came back and said, oh, I'm not happy with this. Because if they did come back and say, we've paid for this, we haven't got it, um, I always go back with a comment saying, look, if, if there's something that hasn't gone right, I don't mind coming back down again to just reshoot it um, if need be. And I'll take that, it'll be one time to do so, just to kind of, you know, like correct the situation if it, if that's the best way to put it, yeah. Rather than leave it on a bad note and say, "Oh, well, you paid for this now. I'm not coming back down. I'm not going to resolve it." I'd rather, you know, come down and at least like work with a compromise to say there's a particular scene or you know that just need to do something different. Then I'm I'm, I'm flexible in that way, but not um, back to the original point. No, I, I haven't had that um, situation yet. Hopefully, it doesn't come to that because I can't be honest, I cannot be arsed with it. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> and no doubt my luck will, will happen, and it's just a case of. Try and deal with the best you can, really. I think you have to kind of accept the fact that these little things are going to come come up about. Like, I don't think anyone's got like through unscathed. Like, um, I've missed deadlines before. Like, not just through like with the freelance stuff, but with work as well. When it comes to video work, and it's not a nice feeling at all. Um, and it's not through lack of me being. Oh, I can't be asked. To, I'm going to sit around and do nothing. It's it's literally like you know you're going backwards and forwards and backwards and forwards and backwards and forwards. Where it's like we need this, we need this, and the and the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, the very specific, um, with meticulous. That's the word I'm looking for. With so many things that they want doing, like you know, if a certain transition's not working, like can you fix it by just 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 take like naught point naught point one second off of that little transition? Very like meticulous things where it's like I can't be ring with stuff like that. Like like just say like. I get that you've paid for what you want and that's fine. I'm as flexible as they come. But like if it's tiny, 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 tiny little things like that, would it make a difference? Now, it's probably a bit controversial where it sounds like you're not, we're not doing the job, you're not doing the job. Look, if I've spent like six hours of my weekend, like, or, you know, 12 to 14 hours of my entire weekend sitting, trawling through eight hours worth of footage um, and I've cut it down to three minutes... I think I've got some kind of right to be like, <laughs> I get it, you've paid for it, but this isn't going to make a difference. I don't know what you feel, what you feel about that, Ross. No, I, you're right, mate. I think it's um, you know, if if they're asking you to like to provide a service, they've got to have an understanding like they've come to you and they know they've got an idea of what type of work you do, your like editing style and everything. That if you want something really like, if someone said, oh, I want this, you know. Spielberg type of like cinematic, all this type of stuff. I'm like, yeah, but you're gonna have to have a team of like a hundred plus, if not more, working on this. Yeah, I'm just a one man band. You know, I'm like, you're not just like a photographer. You're a director. You do, you know, there's this sort of, like you you're covering everything by yourself. You're yeah. the audio. You, you you've got to think that if you want something, that's the thing people want, high end stuff. To pay nothing, like you know, you wouldn't be going into a film production like studio, and then you've got multiple people there, and just say, Oh, can you, can you do this for 20 quid? No, and spend hours like it's just you know, you've you've got to understand that if there's one person working on this, they're going to spend a lot of their own personal time yeah. to try and put something together. And like you say, for 
oh, can you take this off two seconds and stuff? Yeah, if, if it's a blatant error, where an oversight where you think, oh, yeah, I didn't even notice that. I've, looked, I've watched the back that many times. I've just glossed over it. Then you yeah. go, yeah, fair enough. But when it's, you know, the like a hairline type of thing, you just think, oh, like, is anyone really going to notice that? Mm-hmm. For me, I only I only will go back and if it's something that's been like a, either not so much a major error, but if it, if it does look as if it's going to have an impact on the quality of the video, then fair enough, I'll try and rectify it as best yeah. I can. But when it comes down to really, like, petty things, I'm just like, oh, freaking, can I be asked? <laughs> I know, I know. I, it, it Honestly, like, people are listening to this and they think, well, that's a pretty part, that's a shout out you to have. It's not. Like, you've got to think, like, I'm trying to think, like, you know, let's say, I'm trying to put it in, 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 in like, to, to the most basic and understandable thing. Like, you know, again, it's 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 going back to, like, a tradesperson. Like, if, if a tradesperson, like, say, um, a like, you know, someone who's, who's doing out a house has spent six months building, like, you know, just doing out this house from top to bottom, you know, renovating this house to, the, to a pristine, like, millionaire-esque footballer's house. And someone walks in and goes, "There's a tight, there's the tiny little scratch on on. Do you know what I mean? Like, or like, you know, the scratch that you, you could hardly ever gonna see. You're never ever gonna notice, but you've only noticed it because you've just had a, like one glance. That would kind of just be like, right, I can fix it, but is it gonna make much of a difference? Like, which sounds again, sounds comes across arrogant and bad, but <laughs> I can understand when people get frustrated when if it's a, like a." A visual error, for instance, for video stuff where, you know, you've cut one uh, clip and you've cut another one. And, like, you know, when it does that little skip in the middle, where like, it's a, yeah. it's a, like a, a, that's the kind of stuff I'm like, you know what, I, sorry, I've missed that. Or if it's a typo, or if I've missed a scene completely, or, you know, the say a couple or an event, you know, that's the money shot that we're looking for. Have you got it? Like, oh, right, okay, yeah, I think I've got it here. Those are the things I can make. But if someone goes... Ah, you can see that the like no point no one if I heal in this in this video can you remove it? It's like really, like the the dancing and you look at the feet, right? Okay, <laughs> it Five. takes the foot over me. Like, and it oh, does like it kind of just goes ah right okay right well that's me weekend run but yeah it, it saps the fun out of the whole like project where you like you, especially if you if you're doing something where you're like ah oh, like I can't wait to edit this and get back and see the footage again where you've got like some amazing scenes. And there's certain bits where they, they just zap the full enjoyment to the point where you've gone from, oh, this was great, to like, I'm never doing this again. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. But it, honestly, it's, it's not, we're not trying to sound negative on this podcast. We're, we're just trying to tell our story from our perspective when it comes to payment because it is, it is almost like a taboo subject, isn't it, mate? Where it's like yeah. you don't really hear a lot about it. And people are, and I don't know why, people are very, very like, Introverts, when it comes to asking for a price, like you go, well, well how much charge? And they'll be like, I charge about fifty pounds. And you kind of what? Yeah. Like it, 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 you don't really hear a lot of people talking about it because oh, I, I don't know. Like, does it? For me, I don't know why. It's a, it's such a, a a difficult subject. Is it because people are not wanting to give away their prices because of other competitors? Is it because they you know they don't want to sound overly expensive or under you know undersell themselves? It's I don't know. It's one. It's definitely. I don't know. When I, for me, I, I'm not really asked. If someone asks me how much you charge, I'd be like, "There's me prices. Take it or leave it." Kind of thing. Like, oh, what you know? Is, are you happy with that? And sometimes, yeah, if it's same. like, there's, if it's a good there's, mate. There's, low, there's, there's that many like photographers and videographers. We're in a, like a bubble here in Sunderland, and you've got the wider bubble of the whole of the northeast and beyond. There's that many, and 
you know, if someone's going to come to you personally for work, then, you know, you'd like to think they've actually been watching you from afar to say, I like their style, what they're doing. Um, to me, if they go, oh, you know, it's not in the budget or it's not for me or whatever, I'm not going to be like, oh, please, I need the money. I'm desperate, you know. Like, I'm just like, yeah, it's fine. Like, thanks for messaging and I'll leave it on a good note. But then, like, because there's that many other people out there who can, you know, probably more, a lot better than what I'm doing. And I never sit there and go like, oh, they've gone to this person for that work. And I'm just like, you know, if I just go on the basis that it obviously wasn't meant to be. Maybe it's worked out for the better, not to not to do it with me and someone else can have like the, 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 the chew on with it. <laughs> yeah. You know? I know. So like, I just say like more, like again, I was kind of saying more power to someone else if that's what they want to do, then... You know, I'm not going to be sitting there and going, oh, someone else has got the gig I really wanted to. Just go on the basis, like, yeah, you, some things would be been great, but it just probably wasn't to be. There yeah, I agree. reason for that. If it's meant to be, it's meant to be. Um, you've already sort of, like, covered a couple of these topics already, but for so just to wrap it up, really, um, is how you how to deal with the late pairs. I've already mentioned it about when I've got to a point where I've just had to eventually send, like, a red letter you've mentioned about having a contract in place and I, I'm, I totally agree with you just to solidify not just legal terms but just having your arse covered but what about like for someone even when you said watermark your photos and your video like if, if someone's out there who's like you know in a in a rut where they're like I don't know how to deal with with late peers um, for me it's, it's making sure you do those things first and foremost that you've mentioned get yourself you know, secure it, like get yourself back your back cover with it with a contract so maybe speak with someone in legal to make sure that everything's kind of just like above and board maybe it might be worth paying a little fee i think um to get to get that over the line and then your watermarking which is very very easy to do um you can do that kind of stuff on canva you can kind of do it in photoshop and then the red letter thing was that was that was told to me by um my ex's uh, mom so um my former mother-in-law was um was in my corner basically for the entire thing saying like look you need to start writing a red letter to get this person away and i've i've always been a soft shite um when it comes to things that i go oh, i can't i can't like you know i will resolve itself you know the typical response and mainly a bloke response i might add it's the same when it comes to doctors and it's the same when something's hurting or something's not right. We blokes, we categorically say it'll fix itself. Don't worry, everyone. Yeah, we'll get the sort. We'll sort. It'll sort itself out. <laughs> Didn't you worry? This gigantic hump on me back will go away in time. And you know what I mean? All like this payment will get sorted. Nay bother. Or me toe sticking out the other way. It'll fix itself. It's not dislocated. It'll fix itself. But I know for for me. Uh, other than that, I, I'm not really sure what else you can do other than just keep on top of that person to make sure they're paying you. And and if they are still being a bit arsy with it, then yeah, you would have to take in the small claims. But whether, again, a contract would have to be in place to make sure that you're covered. But then again, if you've got messages, and look, I need to say this first and foremost, and you probably agree, Ross, we are not legal advisors. Like... Oh, yeah, we are not like, we are uh, not trained in the arts of legal battles. Further from it, like, I'd say the worst worst thing if you, if you've exhausted all those options, I suppose really the last thing you can do is get yourself a sawn off shotgun or fire oh, and, God. and send the send the boys around. You know, that's the fact. If you've really exhausted all options, and you're desperate for the money, <laughs> there is ways. I'm disclaiming. I'm not saying condoning that far from it. 
send the boys. Send the boys around and take care of it. Depending on who your family is, if you've got a, like a rogue family where like, you know, <laughs> you've got certain contacts, then you know maybe that could be an option for you. But if you have it, if you're just like me and yourself, Michael, like just there's, there's only, there's, if you want to go down the small claims, I suppose you can. You can go down that route. Uh, yeah. Oh God, that broke us that a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't get a sawn off shotgun and threaten someone. That's the last thing I want to hear is like in a few weeks' time. So I listen to this uh, podcast and, office, and this guy here has told me to go and get myself a sawn off shotgun because this bar wouldn't pay me my <laughs> hundred quid for the work I've done. So it's uh, all on him. I got myself just... involved with the Toon Mafia. And... <laughs> 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 please don't do everything we've said here just take on board minus the shotgun stuff yeah oh. everything up to that point was uh, hopefully like might learn might learn a little a couple of things but at that point just uh, switch off don't go down that route <laughs> I, as, as red as the mist may descend um, don't go down that route because violence will not solve anything yeah absolutely but definitely you know I think if you can if you can't sort amicably and definitely, you would probably have to seek legal advice, which is never a nice thing. And it would probably come at a cost because of court fees, um, and and you know hiring a solicitor. But if you want your money, then that's the things you're gonna have to do. I mean, it depends on obviously how much. If it's for a lot of money, then absolutely yes. But if it's like pocket money, then you know, do you just be like, you know what? If you're not gonna pay stuff, you uh, I can't be asked to chase you up. It was only fifty quid anyways. Um, but I'm gonna make sure you know. I'm not leaving on a bad note, but if someone wants to work with you, I'll not recommend you to them. Like kind of, you know, because for me, um, I would never go down the route of saying on, I wouldn't go on social media and pepper someone because that's not fair. But you know, I would, I, I would probably like look to say, look, if you're gonna work with this person, just make sure you get paid, like because I didn't, and that you know, I would, I'd always leave the door open to someone who wants to work with a business that may not work with me or, or work well with me in the past. Because it might be different for them compared to me, um, and plus I'm not an asshole to be like, nah, fuck them, didn't do it with them. Yeah, you know, you know what I mean, like, because you don't, you kind yeah, of, you kind of, you, you, cl- you close a circle, then you know what I mean. I suppose it comes down to how badly you've had your fingers burned, whether you've dealt with someone who's really took the piss to the point where you're thinking that you're sitting there like red mist descended, you post something open so the wider public can realise what. This business is like or this particular person whether they've had a stitched europe or anything so you're saying look this is what's happened i've exhausted all options I've, i'm not getting paid the colors off that type of thing so i'm gonna have to go public with it and obviously the circumstances so again if you wanted to go down that route it, it obviously depend on the circumstances i'm not saying that's the best way to do it but i think the overall story of this mate is, I think, is just try and cover your ass the best way you can like all angles you know if you're starting off you'll be new to the whole thing but just try and like there's plenty of videos on youtube or like the things to cover yourself for just to make notes and like, as long as you've got everything covered then you should be quite golden um, yeah and obviously how you approach it but there's yeah the last thing you want to be doing is taking on work and to eat at your own time and then like, not get like covered for it you know it's it's just it's aggro what everyone could do without really yeah I, I definitely agree and probably the best way to try up this week's podcast I think mate I think that's quite a, a good topic I mean we're well under 
what we're normally rather on about. So we're doing well. Yeah, we must be getting into the swing of it almost. But um, yeah, I'll, I'll finish this one for you then, Nate. So now that we've covered that awkward conversation, right? What's your next from from now till the next podcast? What's your have you got anything major planned or anything coming up with Morpeth? Anything like that? Anything going on? Not really. No, I mean. Um, on Sunday, I'm going to Bamber Castle to not just play golf, but I'm in with a little faction called the Canny Canny Golf Crew. Um, and we just like piss about with our drones and cameras. So that's probably the only real event I've got going on. Um, pre-season. There, oh, I, I've played there before and it's unbelievable on a good day. It's such a good track. Um, pre-season wise, I haven't had the word yet to um to do anything in terms of silence but i know there's a couple of bodies that are going to come through the door um so there's your in there's your itk <laughs> info there for Mortworth. um i won't say who but there's a there's a there's going to be a couple of bodies coming through i just need to get them confirmed um and then i'll be making announcement videos for those so i've got a couple of things in mind rather than just a generic Here's the shirt, brush the shirt, brush, you know, feel the shirt off your collar and, you know, touch the badge and kind of, you know, juggle the ball and do some kick-ups. I'm, I'm, going, I'm going to try something different with that one. And then um, I don't think I've got much on apart from making my own stuff. Like, it's it's quite quiet until about July. But I have, I, you know, I am quite, um, I, I did make this, the club season ticket cards. So that's quite cool. So I managed, like, I managed to, like, nice. yeah, I was, I was buzzing with that. Like, I, I'm re- I was really, like, skeptical about making the season cards, and um, Ross was like, "Can you make them?" I'm like, "I," but I was like, "I, I don't know what I'm doing though." Like, <laughs> just, I just want like, so then I was like, "I'm, I'm just gonna put some together really quickly," and I just used like the drone shot that I got from uh, Craig Park at night, which is easily up there with one of my favorite photos ever. Um, and I was like, "Right, that's your front, that's your back." Um, if you needed to put like a box for the person's name, let us know. But they were like, everyone signed off from it and they were just like, this is amazing. Like, this is one of the best season cards you'll, you'll ever see. So, I'm like, with that, what about you? What's your week looking like? I've got um, this Saturday, there's uh, a group of uh, lads, we must do like an annual um, football thing for the Bradley Lowry charity. Um, I think it's the Lowry lads first. I'm not sure the team, I haven't got the, the flyer to hand, but. It's literally across the road from where I live up there near the Silks with the ski slope. They're playing a charity game this weekend at three o'clock. Um, I know people, a couple of other lads who are going up there and you were taking part in it. So I says, oh, I'm not doing anything on the Saturday afternoon. I'll, I'll just go up there and get some photos for the thing as a freebie. Just so something, because obviously since the season's finished, I haven't done much of the, the football. So I thought just to get back into the, the swing of it a bit, just to go up there and get some um, photos, have a bit of a laugh and all, like a relaxed game rather than being all like the pressure that comes with it. <laughs> so I've got that um, Saturday afternoon. Sunday, I'm at the Beacon of Light doing, um, I think there's like a, a big event for the foundation. Um, they asked us to come down to get involved with that. So there's going to be like loads of, plenty of fun and family activities going on. Obviously a lot of football related uh, projects there. So they've asked to come down and kind of get um, images for that, which I'm looking forward to as well, because it's always... The beacon itself it's, it's an amazing building and there's just so much going on it's like a little like busy little hub of all sorts so that's pretty much me um full weekend really in between that just um yeah just chilling out i, I need to get this wedding video finished <laughs> no wow uh, i'm still 
I'm still within um like like within the time frame, well within the time frame. So I've got like ages to go if I want if I really wanted to. But like you know, you sell me, you just think you're gonna get something. It's sitting there, kind of like yeah, you need to stop doing this other stuff and focus more on this. Um, I'm not put off far from it. I'm I keep going back and forth to it because as you know, you you worse critic, you keep going back and say oh, I need to do this differently. Or yeah. Whatever. So that's kind of there to the side still, like giving us the nudge to say you need to be finishing this as well. So. I don't want to go back to the whole overwhelming thing of burning myself out yeah. again. So um, I know I've got plenty of time to do that, but that's for, um, I'll be probably picking that up at some point next week. But for this weekend, it's going to be again, just more football oriented and stuff, really. Well, if you get stuck, just just listen to episode three. Um, and I'm pretty sure you'll be all right. But, <laughs> but that's it for this week. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Don't forget that we are on social media at uh, Howie the Togcast, Tog not, not Howie, that's, that's disgusting, that. Oh, you, you let the mask slip there. And, uh, sorry, <laughs> sorry guys, that's it. It's me, I'm a secret mag, now I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> but if you, yeah, we're on social media, and Howie the Togcast, on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, we'll put the episode as soon as it's live, hopefully by the weekend, depending on what the workflow is like. Hopefully get out in, in time for the weekend. But thanks for listening. Um, it's goodbye from me, from Michael. Goodbye. It's goodbye from Ross. Yeah, thanks for very much, everyone, listening. As Michael just mentioned there, if you ever want to ping us a question, we'll more than happy to answer it on any future episodes. Or if any, you know, want to get involved, just, again, we'll just a message you will. And there you are. So thanks for listening, everyone. And we'll speak to you. Well, listen, you listen to us next week. I am so shit at these ant rows. It's ridiculous. Right. <laughs> bye, everyone. Thanks for listening. See you later now. Bye.